So it is amazing. We're going to look and we're going to use the stars and we're going to track how the Magi uh, found Jesus, how they got to him, how they knew he would be there. All of that, where all that comes from. We're going to kind of walk in the footsteps with uh, Joseph and Mary as well as the Magi and kind of track all that story down. As soon as we're done with the gospel and the stars, we'll take you to the next thing. We're at pi- part five. Now, we have the birth of Jesus. We have the Virgin uh, and the Son. What, why was Jesus born? He was born to die. Mm. So the very next constellation is the altar. Mm. Not an altar of worship, but an altar of sacrifice. Now, well, you look in the sky as a little triangle and two things down. It's the altar, obviously, with the legs there. But uh, Mosnaim in, is what they call in Hebrew is, is Libra. It's the altar of sacrifice. And now Mosnaim, which means balance, is even more to the point. It's found in Isaiah 40. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand or with the breadth of his hand marked off the heavens? Who's held the dust of the earth in a basket or... Weigh the mountains on the scales and the hills in a balance. In other words, you're talking about justice here. The first star means the price is deficient. It's also the root for the Hebrew word stolen. Something is stolen, and that's what this altar is about. The next star is called kafar, which means the atonement. Kafar is also, or the capers, is the name of the covering where the blood was poured from sacrifices onto the Ark of the Covenant. So in this very in this very star in the sky is this Ark of the Covenant that they're going to deal with constantly. One star is Molulizi, which is the man of fire. And we're again, we're on an altar dealing with fire. And at the dedication of the temple... When Solomon finished praying, then fire came down from heaven, consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifice, and the glory of Yahweh filled the house. You know, you know the story of God answering by fire to consume Elijah's sacrifice? In one of the final battles, he'll destroy the Antichrist army by fire from heaven. And Peter actually draws the analogy in our faith that is refined by fire. Now, the ancient Akkadian name for this constellation meant the Ghana and Akkadian, this is throughout the Middle East, so there's uh, a number of nations, and they all reach back, and they all kind of connect with Hebrew, but it means the God of the sky and heavens with the power to judge who comes to command. Mm. That's the meaning of the altar. So, these stars show that our lives fall short of God's standard. The price is deficient. We're weighed in the balance and found wanting, but the price that covers is the atonement made by the Messiah for all humanity by shedding his blood on the cross to cover our sins. Now, it's interesting that the very next constellation, again, we're not talking astrology. This is astronomy. Astrology is occultism, and it's how the stars affect you. The stars were made by God to tell his story. All right, that's astronomy. Now, there's Scorpius, so you know is Scorpio. Now, this particular one has several constellations around it that tell also a really profound story. But this Scorpius tale is called Lesath, which means perverse one. Can you guess who the scorpion is? The brightest star in the scorpion is Antares, and it still has that name, meaning against the lamb. Mm. So you're looking at the Antichrist. The constellation around show a strong man restraining a serpent from reaching a crown. He's bringing his heel down on that star called against the lamb, and the star in his heel, are you ready? 
is Should called. I sit down. <laughs> sit down for this one. The name, the star of his heel is called Bruised. Mm. So for the first time, you know, you hear that story in Genesis, but the picture of the scorpion and the strong man gives you a real clear picture how the seed of the woman's foot would be bruised when crushing Satan's head. Mm. That's Jesus, obviously, as the strong man. God didn't just tell Adam and Eve what was coming. He painted it in the sky so they could see it and remind themselves and their children and their children's children that God was not angry with them, but was in fact the very one who would redeem them. Yes. Right after is the um, constellation, the you know it in the sky is Sagittarius, it's a centaur. But a warrior with a bow and arrow, guess where the arrow is pointed? At Antares, the heart of the scorpion. It's half man, half horse, and that represents, even back then they understood, two natures. There is only one person who is God and man, that's Jesus. Jesus comes back riding on a white horse, for the final battle against the Antichrist. In Revelation, Jesus returns riding the white horse and destroys Satan and his host. And you have the centaur uh, that's half horse, half man. So he gets this beautiful picture and it all surrounds what's very clear, the, uh, clearly the Antichrist, which mm. follows after the altar. So it's just this beautiful story. And where are we in that story? We've had the sacrifice, but we're waiting for this next piece right here, for this coming, for this conquering. And uh, it, this is, again, this, you're only three constellations in. It's a big story, and it's a, it's a beautiful story. You know, there was a post that I pulled up because I didn't want to misquote it, but I love this one from worship leader Chris Burns. As you're talking about the mm. altar and sacrificing, he said, the truth is we can sacrifice without being obedient but true obedience, it will always require sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And our obedience to God, it opens doors that our sacrifices alone could never access. Your yes to God is so much more powerful than even your greatest sacrifice. Mm. Are you being obedient and are you sacrificing every day? That's True. something that the Lord wants us to do. Like we have an altar. Our heart is the altar that God wants us to sacrifice Amen. every single day. And so I love the fact that you're going to be here every Friday for the next four or five weeks, really, with um, Victory Partner Days well, coming up. Every day on Victory Partner Days. Yeah. So I have four weeks, four Fridays, and then all week.